Welcome, I'm Melissa Gardner, a certified personal pre and postnatal trainer with a nutrition specialist certification. I've dedicated my last five and a half years on helping real women lose the weight they want while teaching them how to do it sustainably, and I am so happy you're here today. And this is Ryan Gardner, a personal trainer and certified nutrition specialist dedicated to healthy and sustainable living. It's my goal to bring you the insight and motivation you need to start your day one. Now let's dive on into the Get Up and Do podcast. Today, we are talking about something that we have been seeing as a common, common theme with so many people, clients, loved ones, friends, and even ourselves. So come on in, strap in, put your judgment aside, and listen to what me and Ryan have to say. Good morning. How are you, Ryan? Good morning. Doing great. Sorry, guys. Melissa's got her sound on. I got my check-ins going. (laughs) Um. <clears throat> Real quick, I want to talk about, before we get into it, the mommy takeover. If you're a boy, go ahead and skip this. But if you're a mom and you're listening and you're an exclusive listener to the Get Up and Do podcast, I want to let you know, no one else is going to know this, that I am going to allow anyone who wants to, to still join. I have technically three spots open, but... I have closed it to everything else. It closed yesterday. But if you're a mom and you listen to us and you really want to challenge yourself, honestly, if you're a woman and you just really want to challenge yourself, I'm doing the mommy takeover challenge to be more conducive to women, um, but primarily help moms who I feel like struggle the most get their shit together, right? So it's for you. Make sure you mention the Get Up and Do podcast. That is the only way I will accept you if you want to join. Um with that being said, if you're wanting coaching, please go ahead and apply to me and Ryan. You can find our application um, in the podcast details or on either of our bios or the Day One Athletic website. Uh, me and Ryan would love to take on you and your personality. <laughs> and for people, for Ryan, if you mention the Get Up and Do podcast, we will even offer 15% off Yeah. for coaching. Okay. Right now, I do have a wait list, and you do need to be interviewed in order to work with us. That's okay. It's just to make sure it's in a, we're, we're a good jive. We're a good match. Nothing worse than wanting to do something, and you're not a good match. With that being said, is there anything else I missed? No. Perfect. I think that's really it. We just want to offer podcast listeners in particular all of Exclusive the best things. opportunities. Yeah, because the fact that you listen to us tells me that you – are going to listen to us. Well, you you mean a lot to us, you know? My podcast listeners, they're my different kind of family. I really appreciate and love them so much. So, all that said, let's dive on in to what the episode is actually about. And what it is about is how many of you, tell me if that sounds like you, when you're starting something new, when you're wanting to get serious about your health and fitness, the first place your brain goes to is, I have to cut this all out. I know for me, I know for me, I do that all the time. Well, not as much, but before, before ye yonder, you know, 1800 BC, that was me, you know? <laughs> Don't look at me that way. Don't look at me that way. Anyway, in all seriousness, a lot of people, when they're coming to me, they're they're expecting me to slash their calories. I'm sure you've had clients too where they come to you and you give them their macros or their calories and they are like, what the hell? Because that's the first thing women say. Maybe men don't say that, but 
women when I give them their calories and they are like not in the low 1300s they're like wait hold on what is going on here I'm not gonna lose weight eating this much and I'm like you are you're not losing weight right now at your slush calories so the problem that happens is this when it comes to losing weight and even losing fat there is the first law of thermo thermo oh my god sorry my dogs thermodynamics and that means you must create an imbalance in your energy we've talked about this before it could be done with exercise it could be done with your eating either Mm -hmm. way it can be done together you have to figure out which way you want to do it with that being said restriction sense of calories does need to happen right so when you're thinking about restriction in that sense that it does need to happen it's it's the law it's how you lose weight so when you're thinking about cutting back on calories that could be seen as a form of restriction but is it, it has to happen right but go ahead the way i want to uh, the way I, I would put it is restriction instead of elimination so you're restricting something you're cutting something back you're not eliminating it completely i love that you said that continue Anything so else? um you have to um restrict yourself in some sense um or maybe you need to uh increase in other in another sense in protein in um complex carbs whatever the case may be you know other macros but you're probably gonna have to restrict some of the things that are conducive to caloric surplus right so you're gonna have to maybe cut back slightly on overall just calories so and with that being said so you don't have to cut back on whatever it is that you're eating you just have to cut back on something so that you fall within that caloric deficit so generally the things that people think of as bad foods are higher calorie foods so lower volume higher calorie so mainly you're going to see that with like cookies and donuts and stuff those are not very nutrient dense nutrient dense and generally not um voluminous so they and but tend to have very high calories so you get more bang for your buck reducing those calories usually because you feel better throughout the day but that doesn't mean that you have to eliminate those things when you're trying to lose weight like ryan said you're not trying to eliminate all these foods out of your diet what i like to think is how can i modify these foods in order to fit my current diet and when i talk about diet i'm not talking about keto or intermittent fasting what you're eating day to day is your diet right that's what professionals refer it to is if i ask you what's your diet like i'm not asking you are you on keto or paleo what I'm diet asking are you, you on what it's, are you eating what do you eat exactly so in order for you to be able to succeed in your weight loss goals you have to look at things of what am i doing right now and what can I add into my life to make this weight loss goal easier? And for a lot of people, it comes down to understanding you don't have to take anything out that you don't want to be out forever. So if you are thinking, well, I need to cut back on the donuts, but then once I'm done losing weight, I'm going to go eat a box of donuts and go back to that same old habit. You're setting yourself up for failure. A lot of people don't realize this, that when they're doing it at that approach, what you're doing is you're putting in your mind, I can't have this now 
but I will then. And by then, I'll have better control. I'm going to tell you right now, that's not true. It's not true because if you're telling yourself right now, I don't have the control, but then I will, my friend, it doesn't work that way. So if you come into your deficit or your health or whatever it is you're trying to achieve and you say, right now, what can I add to my life to make myself a bit healthier? How can I show up as this healthier version of myself? And you find ways to add to that. You're going to find you're going to succeed more often than not. Because now when you are done losing weight and you allowed yourself that half cookie, you allowed yourself to eat a little bit more flexible in that sense, you're going to see that when that time comes, you're not going to be inclined to binge a whole box of donuts because you allowed yourself while you were cycling through this, that access. Denied access and behavior, does it rarely ever brings positive behavior changes or outcomes. Like from a behavioral standpoint, when I've done behavioral analysis, rarely does it ever get someone to comply. If anything, it triggers more behaviors out of those people when you're denying something. Right. So the way that the way that i would put it is that you you have to learn to enjoy what you can right, right. so you have to learn to okay i love ice cream right let's just say that let's take an example of my personal life right i love to have an ice cream or a treat or something at night um the fact that i like ice cream doesn't mean that i like it so much that I need to have large volumes of it. It's that I can give myself a little bit of it each day and fit it in and make sure that I can fit it in every day or a different kind of ice cream, maybe frozen yogurt that's a little bit better on the calorie side that I still really like. And I can really sit there and think about enjoying this this I like this this is great I love that I get to do this every night and then you know you enjoy yourself and you don't binge out like a lot of times when you binge out it uh you end up feeling like you don't even enjoy yourself while you're binging you're just going you know what I mean you're not tasting the food that you're putting into your body you're just throwing more down you know what I mean Um, and when you eliminate something very often it can almost feel like that becomes the goal the goal becomes getting back to eating whatever it is that you eliminated right Um, and then you just that's all you're thinking about is your you obsess about because your end result becomes that box of donuts you know what I mean that end result becomes that stack of pancakes and so if you don't eliminate that if you continue to have it in your life in a more moderate quantity in a more in a in a way that fits your goals better then the goal becomes the your I- weight loss goal. It right. becomes the identity your, of becoming something healthier. Exactly. Someone healthier. It becomes your actual that the thing you first said that you actually wanted to do in the first place, instead of just powering down for six weeks and then going back to your old habits, how you were living before. I want to give you guys 
some actionable steps in order to help this because I've come to realize a lot of people don't even know how to approach this. So first and foremost, you need to ask yourself, what is it that you want for your health and fitness and why do you want it? If you just want to lose weight just because, that's not going to be a powerful enough why. Because every time you're going to do it or you're wanting to get better, if you feel like you're you're like, oh, today was stressful. I didn't track. Oh my God, to go back and track. I feel so stressed. Blah, 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 blah. Well, you think back to your why and your why is, well, I want to be healthier. I want to feel good in my clothes. Then that tracking might feel tedious or it might feel like a lot, but in the end, it's going to feel really, really good that you do it because it's matching with your why. Your why needs to be strong enough to get you to motive. It needs to be able to motivate you to do what you need to do, right? To take that action. Okay. Mm -hmm. The next step, and it kind of goes along the lines of what Ryan was saying was you need, you need, you need. to make your environment. I don't care if it's home. I don't care if it's at work. You need to make your environments conducive to your goals. Melissa, at work, people just set out Starburst, you know, bowls, people at candy bowls. Okay, switch up your desk. I don't know. Ask the person if they can put it away. Do what you need to do. Maybe don't go across that desk, wherever that candy bowl is. Stay away from it. You need to, one, know yourself, first and foremost, that if shit is out in front of you, you're probably going to eat it. Listen, I know myself. If you put a box of cookies on the counter, my ass is eating them. I'm picking at them. It's not that I'm a bad person. It's not that I'm not healthy. It's not that I'm not disciplined. My behavior and the way it goes is if I have easy access, and it's actually 90% of humans, if I have easy access and it's right in front of me and it's a visual cue, I'm going to binge it. I'm going to eat it. It's just what we do, right? That's why when you go to birthday parties and you go to any type of party, really, the food is right there, easy acts in front of your site. And usually it's really colorful and it looks good. So you're more inclined to what? Eat a lot of it, which is great for the hosts, but not great for you. So in your home, in your environments, at work, wherever it may be, if your goal is to lose weight and you have a bowl of candy out or P.S. Just a quick P.S. to my mother-in-law. If you're listening, this is not targeted towards you because she does have M&Ms out. But I'm just saying because I know a lot of people do this. I've been in a lot of homes and a lot of people put out bowls of candy or they put out bread or a cake or muffins, right? That more often than not is going to self-sabotage your success. If you have your favorite Doritos sitting in eyesight of when you open that pantry door, you're more likely going to grab those bag of Doritos than you are that protein bar you actually went in for. So please, like Ryan was saying with the ice cream thing, if you know a tub of ice cream being in your home is more likely than not going to encourage more eating of it, modify it. Modify it. Ryan likes to get mini ice cream sandwiches. We like to get Yasso bars. We like to get keto bar well not keto bars halo tops that's what they are but they're like the halo top keto bar not that we do keto but they're just more macro friendly and we can eat one move on with our day call it good even then if you're like like i like oreo bars and some of the oreo bars are like what 140 Mm -hmm. and so i'll grab one of those right putting your home things that you can have easy access to that fall along the lines of your healthier you yeah like individually wrapped things Mm -hmm. like you can't like it's easier to if something 
it's just a big tub or a big bag or, or whatever the case may be. Um, it's easier to go back for a second serving um, in my mind for those things than it is to like unwrap another ice cream sandwich. 100%. Or like unwrap another bar, ice cream bar. Or um, like let's take this for example. We like to get like the crumble cookies, right? And we've noticed we do a lot better when we get one than we do when we get four. Uh, yeah. Because when we get four, you have a box of four, and you can cut them up into fourths, but it's really easy to, okay, well, I want to try this one, and I want to try this one too, and then I want to try this one. Um, and so even when we put them away, when they're out, it's easier to to you know grab more than grab more it. than one serving right. so if we just have one serving in there you're more choosy with how much you're eating how much you're going to eat so it's like do i want my entire half right now or do i want a fourth right now and another fourth later you know then your choice is yours um and with the ice cream thing it's like purposefully i have mine at night right and we'll go upstairs and I'll have my ice cream and when we go upstairs I'll close the the baby gate right and the baby gate is loud and I don't want to open the baby gate if I don't have to so I'm not going to go back downstairs and open that baby gate just to get more treats you know what i mean exactly so when you're thinking of your environment think of human behavior as this when a task is easier to get to you're more likely to do it if you put healthy food in your home you're more likely to eat it if a task is more difficult to get to the less likely you're going to do it so if the task is having to go out and buy the cookie having to go out of your way to go grab something you're less likely to do it. It's how human behavior works. I'm not just bullshitting you. I have been in human behavior for six, seven years. Holy shit. I have been doing and working with people and modifying, extinguishing, like everything you can think of when it comes to human behavior. I do it now as a coach. I do replacement behavior training. I do errorless training. I help people through behavioral changing because that's how you change your habits. It's how you change who you are. Okay? So, Big takeaway, change your effing environment or I swear I'm coming for you. Okay, anyhow. So first thing I said was, what did I say? Know your why. (laughs) I'm looking at you like, come on. Sorry. Change your environment needs to be conducive to your goal. Uh The third thing I would say is, would be to acknowledge that you're going to have to do something you probably aren't going to like. Whether that's workouts, whether that's tracking. In order to make progress in your goals, you need to find some type of measurement or way to track your actual progress, some type of routine, right? So if you're wanting to get healthy and fit, you need to come to the understanding of you may not love it. You may not love it after you do it for a really long time, but the more you practice it, the better you're going to become at it. So For a lot of my clients, I help them understand that in order to help them not even be so restrictive, like one client messaged me and was like, I want to go have McDonald's, pre-track your day. So if you're like, oh, Melissa, I don't like tracking. I'm sorry, but the likelihood of you succeeding in weight loss and health without tracking is 70% or less, okay? Because most of us, even when we're eating really clean or healthy, I'm doing air quotes, food, most of us are still overeating. So I, if you're not making goals or you're not making progress eating intuitively, it's probably because you're not in a caloric deficit. So 
I'm just going to tell you, tracking is probably your best bet. So the more you get into the habit of it, maybe you set a reminder for the first I don't know, 28 days that every time you go into the bathroom in the morning, you pre-track your day. Most of us are individuals that are habitual. So a lot of our eating is similar. And if it's not, maybe you can get into that routine because it will make your life a little bit easier. Like for us, we always have like the same breakfast. We always have the same cheese stick, the medium cheddar, the same protein shakes. Like we're very habit-based people and it works for us. It helps us so much. If you're like, well, I don't like eating the same thing over and over again. That's okay. You might need to plan out your week then. Then track it, right? So if you know Monday for lunch, you're going to have a BLT, but Tuesday for lunch, you're going to have a modified Costa Vita. Like that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the more you're doing that, it might feel a little bit more effort and complicated at first when you're tracking. Okay. Yeah. I would say that with tracking or with working out or with whatever it is, um, instead of thinking of it as you don't like it, think of it as you're not used to it. Right. Because that's all it is, is it's, it's discomfort from it's like starting a new job. used to it. Exactly. You're not good at it, right, yet. Um, right. And that's why it's frustrating or it seems time consuming. It's because you're still learning how to fit that into your life. You're still learning how to fit that into your day. Um, so it's a little bit bumpy at first. But when you get used to it, you know, it, it's not hard. Right. You know, it'll be a lot better and you'll just and you'll start to make progress in your goals and you're going to be like, oh, OK, this this makes right. sense. That's and you'll why. start to get a rhythm. It'll be like, OK, well, my breakfast is the same as yesterday. Copy and paste. Boom. Yep. You know, and most of the ingredients I use are saved in my, uh, my diary tracker, whatever. Yep. Boom. Copy and paste. Right. Yeah. And it becomes the once you build it up, it becomes it becomes like really nature. easy because as humans we build systems we build rhythm and you will as long as you just keep at it through that little bit of discomfort at the beginning right and really quick i want to circle back to what i was saying with your environment sorry i just realized that the tips i'm giving you the reason why i'm saying to change things out of your environment and to take these things you know out of the site and add in things it's not because i'm saying you can't have those things that are going out of your site but you can't have them at the volume you used to so if you're used to eating like 10 to 20 starbers you're probably going to need to cut back to five. So instead of grabbing that bowl of Starburst, maybe grab a packet from the from the store and have it in your desk. And now yeah. you can control the quantity. I wanted to circle back because I was thinking about it as you're talking. I'm like, shit, well, the point of this podcast is to explain that restriction is not. So I don't want you guys to perceive that as me saying, restrict those, don't have those. You can still have those, but find modifications to them. Right, yeah. Maybe it works for you to just like, hey, I, you, you love Doritos. You Maybe buy, buy a small a bag, bag of it. Buy an individual bag right. or get a serving size and put it in a baggie right. and have 12 baggies of serving sizes. So then if you want another serving, you have to literally go back and open another serving bag. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Correct. Um, or or just measure out one, put it out for the next day and then put the bag out of sight. Yes. The big bag. You know what I mean? Exactly. So there's things that you can do just with a little bit of planning. Um that you can still enjoy everything that you love right just in a more goal-oriented fashion exactly and that's the whole point of tracking and pre-tracking because if you still want say like 
it's girls night you want to go out with your friends look up the menu ahead of time pre-track your day and now you know how to eat the rest of the day in order to still hit your goals so it's not about saying i can't go there i can't go to that birthday party i can't go here find ways that you can make it happen right yeah so Honestly, those are my three actionable steps that I really want to emphasize in this episode. I promise you, if you start practicing those threes, so your why, changing your environment, and figuring out some type of tracking system, you're going to succeed in your goals, and you're going to feel much happier because you're not doing it, being super restrictive, trying these crazy diets, trying to like cut out a whole macro group. You're going to be doing it in such an attainable way that you're going to feel some type of freedom. Like, okay, this is still hard and still challenging, but it's not in the way I perceived it at first, right? It's like school or going to college. When we first take on college or any type of new job, at first it seems daunting because you're learning something new, like Ryan said, but then afterwards you start getting down a rhythm, a habit, you start building up a system, a routine, and you're like, oh, okay, I got this. I know what to do next, but you have to start. You have to start and you have to fail and keep trying after you fail over and over again. God, I can't, you guys heard the last episode. I failed a thousand times before I finally found rhythm. And even now, I fail still a lot. My knees are killing me from running yesterday and last week they weren't. So I failed on my recovery days. I learn, right? You have to be able to understand failing is part of learning. Failing part is of part process. of growing. It is. And it's inevitable. So quit trying to fight it. Yeah. And it's not really failure if you don't give up. Right. Right. It's only failure if you quit. So that's all I've got. That's all I've got too. Thank you so much for joining us today. And again, if you guys like this episode, leave us a review. It really means so much to us when you guys share us and leave us a review. Like if you were to, if you were a friend and you were to support us in any way, it's by doing those things, sharing us, reviewing us and letting us know how much we mean to you. So then, you know, we keep showing up too. Anyway, with that said, we hope you get up and do today.